Welcome to KC Corner, episode 102. 102, we're, we're back with the ring lights. We're back with our talent. So we'll start seeing those uh, videos on Instagram. We're, it, it, it was a learning experience, kind of going through the first one, editing it, and making sure uh, we look all pretty. <laughs> well, for you, Brooks, that's easy. You exactly. Know? I mean, Just all, sit here. All the, uh, all the trick photography you got to do for me. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, uh, we're, we're the talent on this side of the screen I, I, right I love here. It. I love it. <laughs> fantastic it's exciting oh, yeah. i know our our crowd our, our fans are just really waiting they're yes yeah waiting. we got a crowd outside waiting for autographs yeah, exactly. they've got signed like fat heads of us and everything yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> i think it's getting to our head after 102 episodes I, now. I think so i think fat head is probably a good way to say it but yes it's, it's yes for, for sure for, for sure, sure. <laughs> hey the brooks uh, the bolts won last night they did mm-hmm. so, down yeah. down early but down came back early. five two right yeah five two which was mm-hmm. great i know that you were loving jesus and you had a uh, uh bible study up here yes so, uh, yeah we heard you cheering though on the goals and we were good to go okay, so, you, you and you and uncle doug down there <laughs> you were in like a full uniform too you that had, you had the blue hoodie yeah. the blue like pajama pants <laughs> you were supposed to notice that so thank you very much <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. we can get we can get started now. Let's if you'd go. Like to. Let's, let's do it. Go. Here we go. It's with with woe first to the unrighteous. Yes, first so, day of Lent. That's right. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Woe to the unrighteous. Hey, as we continue uh, faithfulness amid the ruins, uh, we get to the woes uh, again. Little book of Habakkuk, amazing little book. There's three chapters, and after his couple of complaints, like "What in the world, God? How come you're silent? Why? Come, how come you're not doing anything? Oh my goodness, how can you do this? You know, is uh, God is going to give some woes. The judgment is coming. God is a holy God. Uh, uh, there will be an appointed time, Habakkuk says, when things will be made right. There will be an appointed time when uh, you have to pay the piper, so to speak. And uh, that is obviously going to be our great God. But what you love, if you look closely, in the midst of woes, there's always blessings. In the, in the midst of God's uh, bringing his judgment, um, there, there's always grace and there's always mercy. And we can see it even in Habakkuk, at the end of that little section is, it's just like, hey, God is on the throne. Remain silent. He's got this. He's got us. Um, he's he's going to make things right and in his perfect appointed time. And so, you know, in some of those woes, uh, it's like, you know, hey, woe for you who are plundering. You're going to be plundered. I mean, what goes around comes around. And, and woe to you who are building a house of cards. I mean, you, you think you're going to get yourself away from evil, but it's going to crumble, you know, mm-hmm. woe to you who are building a city. And it really, I equated to this, to the city of man versus city of God. And Augustine, I didn't mention it in my sermon, wrote a classic book, uh, the, the city of God. And, and just, you know, how, how are we to be living our lives? Are, are we trying to build a name for ourselves? Are we trying to build a community and culture for ourselves? Are we doing this for the great, for our great God? But then it comes down to, you know, drinking this cup of shame. It's, it's kind of an interesting, I love the way Habakkuk did it. And Habakkuk uses a lot of alliteration, uh, uh, onomatopoeia. I mean, there's a lot of literary devices that are in there that were kind of lost in translation when it goes from Hebrew to English. But when it talks about that in the Lord's hand is a cup. So what is in that cup? Um, and it's it's a cup of wrath. And, and it's almost like, Follow the cup in scripture. God has this cup of wrath that's going to be poured out. And he gives it sometimes to our enemies. Sometimes he's like, okay, I'm going to give it to the Chaldeans, the Babylonians, and they're going to make the nations drink. And But eventually they're going to drink it and they're going to be, literally we'll kind of say they're going to be just vomiting all over themselves. Mm-hmm. Their glory is going to turn into shame. And, you know, justice is coming. But here's what I really meant to say. In the midst of all of that, 
you can't miss that Jesus drank that cup. Mm -hmm. And it takes us to the Garden of Gethsemane and that before the cross, he would be agonizing. I mean, not just the physical torture of the cross. That alone, I mean, it terrifies me. I mean, I, I just don't like pain, you know, and you know that pain's coming. <laughs> it's like Zelensky, or how, how, how do you pronounce the president's name? I think that, that's it from Ukraine. He knows that pain is coming. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, he's a, he's a marked man, you know. How do you, how do you live as a marked man? Well, Jesus was the marked man of all marked men, mm -hmm. not only by man, but by his father. And this cup that he was going to drink, I think it was a lot worse than the physical pain, the, the nails, the thorns, the mocking, um, that's all painful. But to lose the father, to mm -hmm. cry out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Um, and how in the world can the spotless lamb of God drink the wrath of God's uh, holy, righteous wrath? I mean, uh, you know, we deserve it. He doesn't. And he drinks it to the dregs, uh, leaves nothing for us. And so we could drink in God's blessing. And uh, anyway, I'm kind of rambling here a bit. <laughs> but, um, um, you know, I, I had a privilege of seeing one of our members who's going through a hard time and something happened to them uh, this week that was difficult. And the question was asked to me, is, is God angry with me? Is he, is he punishing me? Um, and as a child of the king, no, he's not going to punish you. He, he called discipline us. Uh, things are going to happen in this broken world. But Jesus drank to the dregs mm -hmm. God's wrath. So we can drink to the dregs God's blessing. Mm -hmm. How cool. And I love the three points. They kind of all tie in together of woe to him who builds a house of cards. Woe to him who builds the city of man instead of the city of God. And woe to him who makes worthless idols. It's yeah. we're supposed to build our foundation on him, not of greed, not of you know pursuing wealth or anything like that, because that's just a worthless idol, and that kind of wraps it up of yeah, it really that all does. of that is worthless. You know the uh, great great progression that Habakkuk shows, and good insight, Brooks, that you got that. And really, we're all building something, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we're all trying to build something, and are we building upon the rock of Christ or not? But it's interesting because it's easy to read the Bible and to think, oh, idols, how stupid. Who, who, who makes a carbon image? Who pours mm -hmm. a piece of gold and bows? I mean, it's lifeless. It can't mm -hmm. hear. It can't speak. It's stupid. And, uh, and it's easy to say, how ignorant are these people? How dumb were they? I mean, they, they carved a, something that they're going to bow to. Um, but, you know, we're much more sophisticated in what we bow to. You know, it, it's, it's our cars, our stuff, our stocks. You know, it's a Bitcoin, whatever that is. It's <laughs> a... <laughs> But we all have idols. And, you mm -hmm. know, um, uh, Calvin was right with saying that our hearts are like idol-producing machines. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, just a sinful man is going to worship something. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, yeah. And this doesn't necessarily have to do with idols, but we were talking about our KC group last night. Peter, when Jesus told him, like, that he was going to die, that himself, Jesus, was going to die, and that you were going to betray him three times before the rooster crows, like, no, I'm not. Like, I would yeah, never yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, how yeah, how could you even do that after being with Jesus for those three years oh, and, like, seeing goodness. him and see what he's done? Just, yeah. like, say, like, no, I'm not going to do that when he tells you you're going to do it. Yeah, and, you, you, you know, so you're even set up. You've had the three years with him. You've seen all the miracles, <laughs> you know, and... And, you know, I love Peter so much. I, I, I've made that known throughout my ministry. I relate to him so much because, you know, he, he thinks so highly of himself. Oh, I, I got this. I'm going to go walk on water. He sinks. Mm -hmm. But he does walk. He takes a step. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm, if everybody else is nice, I'm in, Jesus. I am mm -hmm. in. I'm your guy. And he's like, 
he goes to a little slave girl. I swear to God, I never met him. You know, it's just, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. The New Testament's funny. You would think that, you know, if you're trying to preach to people, you would put smarter, like, people that <laughs> obey you in the stories, but it's, it reflects what we are, we, right. how stupid we are, too. It's, you know, if he is at his heart, as we're doing through our KC groups, at heart is he's gentle and lowly. You know, that's where he is. Here he is, gentle and lowly, even with Peter. And you, you see this beautiful end of the Gospel of John where he's asking Peter, do you love me? He's restoring him those three times he's going to say, do you love me, Peter? And do you love me more than these? And uh, so, yeah, he's he uses knuckleheads, thank the Lord. He's gentle and lowly, thank the Lord. <laughs> knuckleheads like us. There's knuckleheads like <laughs> us. It's, it's so awesome. So what do we have to look forward to this week as we continue through Habakkuk? There's a pretty, pretty amazing... Um, shift um in the sense where you know the beginning of the book is two complaints and it's god it's like a it's a really cool dialogue between habakkuk and god he's like hey god i got two complaints and god's like okay i got a couple answers for you <laughs> uh and it ends with it, it ends in a silence but it's it's not going to be a silence of habakkuk he's got a little bit more to say but it's no longer a complaint or a question it turns into praise and so it, it's going to be literally it's going to be a uh, it's called a prayer of habakkuk but the Hebrew in there, it's clearly a sung prayer. So this is kind of, he gives us a psalm. He kind of ends with a a, 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 a prayer, a praise. Um, and then at the very end, there is this incredible statement of faith. And so we're going to look at, in the midst of the ruins, how do we worship? Mm-hmm. And, and how, do, how, does, how do our complaints turn to worship? And so that's, that's this week. Uh, uh, looking forward to it. Um, honestly, folks, there's a lot to do before I'm ready. <laughs> but... Uh, Looking forward to That's it. That's the overview. How, how, how long is this sermon series? Does it take us to Easter? Uh, no, not quite. It's only going to be two more weeks. We got two more we weeks. got okay. we got this, and then one more, and then we're going to do a little series called "The Journey to the Cross." It will take us to Easter. We're okay. going to look at Jesus sets his face toward Jerusalem. He gets to the point in his ministry. He's like, "Okay, I got to." I, I uh, it's kind of like you're in the bullpen, and you know you're going to get the call. It's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta, I can't just sit around here, you know, and just joke around. I got, I'm going in, mm-hmm. and uh, so." Uh, let me let me make sure I'm ready. So that's 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 where we're gonna go. Oh yeah, we can transition into gentle and lowly now. And we had our KC group last night and um, met, and that was on chapters eight and nine of Gentle and Lowly. And I think where we can start is uh, the difference between like intercession and advocacy. Mm-hmm. I think that was somewhat of a new topic to a lot of us, uh, yeah, and, so, and sure. something that you just don't hear or talk about a ton. Well, even the intercession of Jesus, it's interesting because we spend so much time, rightfully. Thinking about, and I, you know, the book will bring this out, you know, you think so much of his life, death, and resurrection. I mean, this is what mm-hmm. Christ has done for us. And he says, hey, that really all links to our justification. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that we are declared not guilty because of Christ's righteous life, because of his atoning death, because of the power of his resurrection over death and sin, that we are declared not guilty. We're justified. But what is Jesus doing now? Well, scripture tells us he lives to intercede for us. And Probably interceding is probably a word that we don't use much. Hey, mm-hmm. man, you know, will you intercede for me? What What does that mean? You know, um, will you throw a seed for me? What? <laughs> uh, so will you intercede? And, and that is living to pray for us. I mean, living to uh, to step in the gap for us. And, you know, I'm reading through Scripture right now, and I'm in Deuteronomy. And, and throughout uh, the early parts of Scripture, the Pentateuch, the first five books, Moses is continually interceding for God's people. That means... You know, you got a holy God, they're messing up, and he's standing in the gap praying for them. Oh, mm-hmm. God, pleading for them. And so, um, 
And that's what Jesus does. And in advocates, even more. It's, it's, Before it, you do that, the yeah. one quote in there that I kind of described it well was, intercession is the constant hitting refresh of our justification in the court of heaven. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. That's such a great, you know, gosh. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Continually hitting refresh in the court of heaven. This, mm-hmm. You know, hey, he's not guilty. He's not mm-hmm. guilty. Um, it's interesting. You take that term and we could take that with us back to John Calvin. Hey, we keep hitting refresh. He's like, what are you talking what you, about? What does that even mean? <laughs> what is ref- hitting refresh mean, you know? <laughs> um, but God's truth never changes. So, yeah. Um, isn't that great to know? Mm-hmm. And the one who's gentle and lowly keeps hitting refresh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he's like, he's not like banging it. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, for the 18th billion times, <laughs> refresh. Will you stop it? Oh, yeah. Um, and then an advocate, someone who's, who's not, he's, he's on your side. You know, he's, he's, he's not just praying for you, but he's cheering for you. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not just pleading, but he's, you know, he's, he's cheering like crazy. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, he's for us. And one who's gentle and lowly is for us. Pretty good, pretty amazing stuff. And we kind of talked about intercession. It's not like a word you hear a ton in this day. And it, there's a lot of those words in the Bible we kind of talked about last night, like, uh, in chapter eight, talking about intercession, he loves you to the uttermost. Yeah. And that's not a word you just hear every yeah, day. Yeah. It, it could say like, he loves you regardless of all your sins, but like yeah. to the uttermost is how I described it. It's like the final boss, like yeah. the deepest, darkest secret or worst yeah. sin that you think yeah. of every day. He loves you that much to mm-hmm. that point. And that, that's such a great phrase, to mm-hmm. the uttermost. And so, you know, what's going to define us, our sin or the uttermost of his love? Mm-hmm. It's going to be the uttermost of his love. Yeah. It's just awesome, Brooks. Yeah. And something else we kind of hit on was the idea of it wasn't, it didn't just end at the cross. And he's like, okay, I've done what I need yeah, to do. Yeah. See you guys. Like, you're, yeah. you're all good. It's the constant, like we said, hitting refresh in our lives yeah. and, and uh, encouraging us. You know, and how encouraging of our prayer lives that, that he's praying for us, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we should be praying for one another. And certainly prayer should be a big part of our life. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's there's a picture in heaven where both he is living to intercede and he's also seated at the right hand. So there's a picture of both activity and there's a picture of rest. And it's like the sitting is that his sacrifice was enough. There's no more sacrifice needed. That's there's a sitting at the right hand. It's done. You know, you got you got done throwing your your inning. You're sitting on the bench. You just struck out the side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're you're sitting. Uh, but the uh, the continually interceding is, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm engaging in it continually. So good yeah. stuff. That, that's what Charlie talked about last night of, you know, no one's prayer life is perfect. He started with the question, like, whose prayer life is good? He's like, that's a dumb question. Like, who raises their hand to that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. so he's talking about how, like, our prayers are so, like, this is going to suck. Please make it not suck. Like, this <laughs> exactly. sucks right now. Please make it not suck. Yeah, right, right. Where Jesus talks about and prays for us, like, this is going to suck, but we're, I'm praying for you to come out stronger on the other yeah, side yeah, yeah. to make it through. Yeah. Um, kind of like Peter, where he denies them three times mm-hmm. or and everything, just like you're going to come out stronger through the other side yeah. because of it. Even like, hey, Peter, Satan wants to sift you like wheat, man, yep. but I'm, I'm, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's that's just amazing. So it was a good week. It was a more in-depth week with these chapters. So it's good, very, very good. good. Jump in. Hey, I'm excited because there seems to be a really good feedback of, uh, from everybody on this. So oh, it's, yeah. been, it's, been, it's been really good. Love it. Our KC and the AMs is cranking and our groups are cranking. So it's good stuff. Always good stuff. Hey, and don't forget, Brooks, I mean, really, let's transition to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And again, today, the first, uh, today's Ash Wednesday. We're not having an Ash Wednesday service. 
I know that Cross Point Winter Park is uh, my friend Jamie Hart. So if anybody in the Altamont Springs area wants to go, um, but we are going to go together doing this journey to the cross with with Paul Tripp's devotional, and we are trying to link together through Planning Center, um, this new group where people can jump on and contribute. I know you did that last time mm-hmm. uh, in the Advent season. I really appreciate you. Um, but I love how it starts. It's like, hey, you know, Lent's a time for us to really mourn over our sin. I mean, this is what drove Christ to the cross. And even in the introduction, uh, Trip asked, when's the last time you wept over sin? And so I'm not going to ask you that, Brooks. <laughs> but, but I think that if we truly understood what sin did to us and did to Jesus, what sin's effect is, we would weep over it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you want to know what repentance is? It's weeping over the brokenness of who we are. And so um, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's incredible. So I look forward to journeying together with, through this Lent season. And, and we ran out of books, right? Ran out of books. Yep. Awesome. I think we had 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, ran out of books. Uh, we, I, we almost had a big fight in the lobby. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can't take two. I'm just kidding. I'm just making it's like Black up. Friday. <laughs> exactly. Last TV Knocked was taken. Over. <laughs> Pastor said, if you love Jesus, you're doing this. Get out of the way. I love Jesus. Oh, goodness. Well, I know the Advent one we did was very good. So I'm assuming yeah. this, uh, this Lent one will be awesome. Too. No, I can't wait. Hey, and also uh, this upcoming Sunday, a couple, another big Sunday in the life of King's Chapel. Um, what a great Sunday last week was, by the way. I mean, let, let me just say... You know, I loved our our our, our worship. Um, I love the fact that our, our Casey and the AM went was was up and going. We had our KCWC, our women's council met right after church. Our elders had a meeting. Our deacons had a meeting at night. Uh, the staff of Amy and Charlie were just firing on all cylinders. I just love it. And so, another great Sunday. I'm so grateful for what God is doing. And this upcoming Sunday, we're gonna have communion, um, and we're gonna. We're going to, for the first time since COVID, uh, we're going to kind of do something different. And we're not going to have the pre-wrapped... Uh, the very good tasting little wafers. <laughs> that taste like foam. It's terrible. It's terrible. You know, I think you just eat the entire thing. You know, it's probably <laughs> nutritional anyway. But yeah, we're going to do a little something different. And uh, really excited um, that our elders are going to participate in it. And uh, um, so prepare your hearts. It should be fantastic. And also... At night, we're going to have all the King's men, a little fireside chat. So it should be a great, uh, great Sunday. Things are happening, King's Things Chapel. It's not just a one-man show. Rocking. You have to do everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got a awesome. staff and everything now. <laughs> Brooksy, we have you, man. man. <laughs> and you gave some great ideas. We're going to try to come up with a blog in the future. You know, do something on the website and do mm-hmm. some more communication and just get that word out. Which Putting stuff out for the people. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> we'll see you guys Sunday. Hey, blessings, everybody. 